Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, you're going to be hearing more voices this year on the TFC Podcast Network. In 2021, we're going to launch quite a few shows. And on this main feed, you will be introduced to various hosts, how they think you get to know them and see if you want to join them on their main show. So today we have Troy in the house. He is the host of the Coconut Avenue Podcast, which is a property podcast focused on property investing. But internal circulation says he has read a thousand books in the course of a few years. So an avid book reader is here in the house. He will be taking over the main feed the last Tuesday of every month for a few months. Okay, we're going to test this out for a few months. If you love it, great. We'll continue to run book reviews. If you don't like it, it's fine. You will just hear more of me. Alright, so without further ado, we're going to bring Troy in the house. Take it over. Welcome to The Financial Coconut. My name is Troy and I'll be doing the first book review of The Financial Coconut. Normally, when we think about book reviews, when we see book reviews, they are just summarizing all the main points of a book. More or less, they are the same. But I'd like to do things a little bit different over here, which is to summarize this book in a Singapore or Southeast Asian context to give you more realness to this book instead of just a normal book review which you can find on Google anyway. I'll talk about the three main points that I took away in this book in a very local context. So the title of this book is called Designing Your Life. I know it sounds airy-fairy like one of those self-help books where you keep reading and then you nod your head, yes, 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 but in the end, after you read it, you don't do anything to improve your life. But this is not the case. This is actually one of the most popular elective courses in Stanford. The two professors saw so much benefits that they brought to their graduates that they decided to turn this course into a book. So who is this for? It's not just for the uni student who's exploring their way in life. It is also for a working adult who has a few years of working experience under his or her belt. Why do I say that it's for an adult as well? Because if you're unsatisfied with your life and you have worked a few years in the world, you have more experiences to fall back on, to know what you like, what you dislike. And ultimately, this book is about helping you craft your way forward. So if you have a little bit of experience, I think it's even better. This book requires some active journaling, requires some reflection along the way, but it's not like you need to do it in one week or two. You can spend just 5 minutes, 10 minutes every day doing it and it accumulates over time. I've read this book a few years ago but I didn't really apply it because I was just busy jumping to another book. But I read this again recently and I thought that hey, you know, it would be really beneficial if I can share this book with all of you. So let's jump into the first point that I took away from this book which is called reframing. The professors actually mentioned that we face two types of problems in this world. The first one is called a gravity problem, which as the name implies, is like gravity. Wherever you go, you cannot escape it. It's unescapable. 
The second problem is called anchor problem, which also, as the name implies, is like the anchor on a ship. You can put the anchor on a seabed and then you just stay at that spot. And when you want to move, you can pull the anchor up and move to another place and dock the ship again. So what they say is that very often, right, we mistake anchor problems as gravity problems. And then we are stuck in a very passive situation where we feel like we don't have any option, we don't have any other control in that situation. And we start to feel unsatisfied, we start to feel sien, frustrated and all these things. So what's a real-life example that I can share with you? Work. Let's say, you know, from young, I think you and I, we are probably the same. We have heard about this, whereby our parents or people around us tell us that you go and find a job that pays you regularly. Don't talk about passion. Don't talk about happiness. You are an adult. You have to fulfill your responsibilities. It's normal to suffer. So we grow up, you know, even when we go to work, we have this mindset. But the thing is that I've seen many people who are also happy doing what they need to do. They are also happy while fulfilling their responsibilities as an adult. So the idea that we are an adult, we shouldn't think about being happy while working. We shouldn't think about being happy while fulfilling our responsibilities. That is an anchor problem. But because we mistake it as a gravity problem, we go into it, or I would say most of us go into work just unsatisfied because we feel like we cannot do anything to change this and we have to pay our bills, we have to start to earn money, and we're not happy with the work that we do. And I think that that has become a major social narrative. That's why everyone sometimes is so sian, or they say Singapore is one of the most stressful places to work. And if we were to use reframing, how would that be? Okay, let's say if we are in the same situation, and we do not know our way forward. The only thing we know is reframing. So if you're in that situation, you can reframe your situation to be like, how can I feel satisfied? while fulfilling my responsibilities as an adult. So anytime you feel that you have reached a situation where you have no choices, reframe it. Because you always have choices. It's just that you're not seeing it as of now. From, it's just like that law, bopian, into how can I get X while doing Y, something like that. And then you ask me, Troy, cannot be right. Where it got so easy? If so easy, everyone can live a fulfilling life already, what? And that's true, I tell you, that's really true. Of course, of course, it's not that easy. That brings me to point number two. The point number two, I will call it knowing yourself because I think that sounds pretty cool. Uh, maybe it's a bit cliche, but I, I think knowing yourself is better than what they, what they call it. They call it defining yourself. And this is a very interesting section to me because I always thought I knew myself good enough. But until I read this book, I realized that, eh, Actually, I don't really know myself that much. So what has knowing yourself got to do with finding your best life or finding your best career? Of course, it has to do a lot with that. There are a lot of specific questions that the professors ask. Some of them might be, when was the time that you felt the most engaged in your work? Doing what type of work makes you lose yourself when you're so immersed, you're in that flow state? What type of bosses do you like? Do you like those bosses that give you a lot of autonomy? Do you like those bosses who are really regimented and they set out rules for you and then you do it? Do you like the bosses who talk about a lot of KPIs or do you like the bosses who care a lot about culture and your vision, your purpose? You know, what type of colleagues do you like being around with? What type of meetings do you like? Do you love it when you suggest something and then your boss takes into consideration and apply it? What makes you fulfilled in your work? 
which areas in your job make you do your best work. And then you can flip the whole situation around into finding what you dislike as well. And there are so many other questions, very specific questions, very good questions. And the answers to these questions will give you more clarity because I'm very sure, very sure, there's some questions that we have never asked ourselves before, never sat down and think about it. You know, what do we really want? What do we really don't want? And that's why spending time to answer these questions will make everything clearer. The answers will form the criteria that we take to search for a job that suits us better. You know, sometimes it's, it's not just about hitting the income that you want. And at the same time, you need other criterias to help you make an informed decision whether you'll be happy at your next job or you will be unsatisfied even if you get the income that you want. All these answers that you have earlier will help you do that. And yes, let me say again, I'm not saying you'll get all of these answers in one week or two. You know, in the MRT or in the grab going home, spend five minutes, you know, just answering one question or two questions a day. And before you know it, maybe after one or two months, you have a lot more answers than you previously thought. Okay, okay, understand. Huh? Step two is about defining yourself or knowing yourself. That's why I call it knowing yourself. And step three, or okay, it's not step three, lah. it's more like point three. It's called prototypes. To me, this is the most mind-opening pointer in this book. But before I tell you why, it's time for a short break and a word from our sponsor. Hey, hey, hey. But don't go away. Lah. I already tell you that this is the most interesting part already. So what is this prototyping? How does it apply to our lives? For a very brief introduction, prototyping is like a test product that the product design companies use to test their products. And if we were to apply it to our lives, it's like testing out what we think we are interested in. Basically, you'll be doing low-risk activities that help you garner feedback about your potentially interesting future. And these low-risk activities are so good, you know. Why? Because you will never fail in doing it. So if you're worried about the consequences of failing and this and that, don't worry, you won't fail. Because the goal of these activities is to get feedback. Whether or not you get good feedback or bad feedback, it moves you forward. It helps you understand whether this thing that you thought you are interested in suits you or not. So how can you fail when all you want is to get feedback? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Okay, enough of all this philosophy and big talk. How does it play a part in our lives, prototyping? Let me give you an example. Let's say Janice is a chemical engineer and she's always thinking about being a teacher. But the thought of quitting her stable job and jumping to NIE to teach totally something unknown to her just scares her. So she doesn't do that. But at the same time, you know, she's a bit sian. She's a bit unsatisfied with her job. So what can she do? Instead of just giving up and staying at her current position, she can do some prototyping. So two prototypes that I thought of right off my mind 
is she can duo all her friends who are teachers out and talk to them and ask them what's being a teacher like? What are their daily schedules like? What are the things that they have to be in charge of not related to teaching? What are the politics in the office? What type of students do they like to teach? What type of students they don't like to teach? And how do they manage their emotions when meeting unexpected situations? What makes them the most happy when being a teacher? And what are the things that they found out only after being a teacher that they wish they had known before? And the second prototype is maybe Janice can go to the local RC, CC or non-profit organization to teach tuition to the kids from low-income families. She can be in the environment, she can check what's her teaching style like, she can check whether does she really feel satisfied when being a teacher and what about being a teacher satisfy her. There's so many questions. So I think you roughly get it. After six months of talking to her friends, teaching in a real-life environment, she will most probably get a lot of feedback whether this thing suits her or not. In other words, it's as simple as dipping your toes into the sauna to check the temperature. If the temperature suits you, you slowly dip the rest of your body into it. If it doesn't suit you, you change another sauna. And she can do all this while still remaining in her stable chemical engineer job. An amazing thing is, like what I said earlier, you cannot fail. There's no consequences of failure. I know a lot of times in Singapore, we want to stay on our path because it's safer. We do not know what's out there. We're afraid of how people look at us, you know, if we jump here, jump there. But the thing is, you can totally remain at your job and try something new. You try until you know whether this suits you or not. And then you make a proper jump if you need to. Because in the end, maybe let's say in Janice's case, she realised that being a teacher doesn't suit her and she wants something else that she can find in her current job. Maybe she needs to tell her boss, talk to her boss, whether the boss can give her a different type of project, whether her boss can put her in a different department to do what she likes. And all these things cannot be played out if she's just thinking, she's just worrying in her head. She needs to really go and get feedback, you know, from the reframing stage to the knowing yourself stage to the prototyping stage where she can really get real life feedback into what she likes and what she doesn't like. And the amazing thing about living in this interconnected era is there's lots of information out there. There's a lot of talk about different career paths, about how people are doing in their careers. And there are also a lot of opportunities to volunteer, to do your own projects out there. It's just all within a touch of a button or click of a mouse. There's no free lunch. Obviously, this road of creating your best career, your best life, it's not going to be easy. Nothing good comes easy. But is it going to be worth it? Only you will know. Will having a satisfying career mean that you'll not be upset with your work anymore? You'll not feel stressed? You'll not feel tired? No. Being satisfied with your work, sometimes you will feel tired. Sometimes you will feel stressed. Sometimes you'll feel frustrated as well. You're going to feel more at peace. That's what I hope. Lah. Your quality of life improves as well because you feel that what you're doing here makes sense. It is worthy. It is worthy for you to exchange your time and effort into doing this thing. And probably you feel alive while doing it. You forget the time. It's no longer a job. Lah. You're spending eight to nine hours of your time every day on something that you sort of like. And that is why I feel so pushed to share this book with you as the first book review of The Financial Coconut. Because we have always been talking about financial stuff, financial stuff, but there's no bigger investment than investing in our career because we are spending the next 30, 40 years on this thing. And if we can make it the best that it can ever be for ourselves, we are going to have a great time working. 
So let me recap this whole book review for you again. And hopefully you will read this book after I've shared with you this unconventional new type of book review. The first point that I take away is about reframing your thoughts. There are many problems in life that are actually anchor problems, that we mistake them as gravity problems. We need to reframe those problems into anchor problems because then, only then, we can act on them. And the second point is knowing yourself. We always think that we know ourselves, you know, there's no need to ask all these type of questions to define what we like, what we don't like. But I've realized that that's often far from the truth. We don't really know ourselves because from young, we are just pushed along the way, you know, exam, 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 study this, regurgitate, that's it. Have we ever spent time to really journal down all our feelings at work, what we like, what we dislike? I doubt so. I really doubt so. At least for the majority of the population, including myself, we haven't really done, done that before. Lah. So this step might seem a bit lame, but it's really beneficial because this forms the basis for the most important step to me. Lah. The third point that I take away from this book is prototyping. Only by prototyping can we really garner feedback of whether the thing that we're interested in really suits us. No? Can we go down that path or not? Otherwise, it will be just like fighting a war on paper. You think about this, you think about that, you worry, but there's no actual feedback. Only by doing it, immersing yourself in a real environment, taking all this different feedback in the situation, then only can we realize whether we are suited for this career or not. So reframing, knowing yourself, and prototyping. Simple, right? Simple, right? Yes, that's the main three takeaways that I took away from this book. Of course, this book goes on. There are different areas that the professors talk about as well, but they don't really stand out to me. So you can have a read at this book and see what stands out to you and apply it, really apply it. There's a book that I can recommend anyone. It will not be those common knowledge books that you read and say, oh, okay, okay, but you don't really apply anything to your life. I want to recommend you, just like what I've recommended my friends, something that they can actually apply apply to their lives, which is this book, Designing Your Life. Have a go at this book and let us know in our Telegram group chat whether you like this book or not, or whether you think this type of book review is good for you or not. We would like to know more about what you think so we can improve on this, because if you like more, we can do more book reviews to let you have a better understanding of what type of books you should read and how does it benefit you. And if you don't like this type of books, you'll never ever hear my voice again. No, 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 I'm just kidding. You'll hear my voice more. But yes, let us know in the Telegram group what you think, guys. I had such a good time doing this book because I read this book and oh, it benefited me so much. I hope you like it. I hope you go and read this book, Designing Your Life. Okay, this is Troy here signing out. I'll see you next time. I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. Join our community telegram group, follow us on our social, sign up for our weekly newsletter. Everything is in the description below. And if you love us, will help us grow, definitely share the podcast with your friends and on your socials. Also, if you have some interesting thoughts to share or know someone that you want to hear more from, reach out to us through hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. With that, have a great day ahead. Stay tuned next week and always remember, personal finance can be chill, clear and sustainable for all.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.